what are those one or two or three health habits? You don't need to incorporate all 10 of these, but what are those one or two or three that are actually gonna move the needle forward in your business? So yeah, you're gonna feel great. Yeah, you're gonna look great. But what if your business started performing great too as a result of prioritizing your health? Hey visionaries, welcome back to the show for a solo episode. So if you are new here, I love to record solo episodes just to catch up with you guys, to share business and marketing tips for those of you who are growing online businesses or who have aspirations. Um, I have a lot of things that I love to uh, share and say, and most often I'm on Instagram stories doing that or I'm writing you guys emails, but once a month I love to also sit down and record a solo episode of the podcast. So this episode is all about 10 life-changing health habits for entrepreneurs. You don't have to be a business owner to listen and to benefit from these 10 tips, but through the lens that I am recording this podcast, these are things that help me perform better as a business owner. And at the time of this recording, it is October 3rd, and that means that I just sat down and recorded all of my September metrics. So if you're inside of the Visionary Method, which is the online business and marketing program that I run, you know that you are accountable to your metrics tracker. And this is something that you want to ensure you're sitting down once a month and recording things. So... Just to give you a quick, quick snapshot, not to go too far off track, what we're doing is we are calculating our monthly revenue, we're calculating our number of deals that we closed, so how many people did you sign on, what was your biggest deal closed, Uh, and then we record a lot of the key metrics like how is your uh, Google Search Console performing, are you getting clicks to your website, are you getting impressions, what Squarespace um, keywords are being typed in to your website? What are people searching for? How many Instagram subscribers, email subscribers? How many applications have you gotten through? What's the completion rate of your application? Oh my God, there's so much in the data, you guys. So just make sure you are tracking your data every single month uh, because otherwise, how do you improve? So I'm looking at my September metrics and I love what I am seeing. I have 18% growth um, compared to August and, you know, August is summer. I stepped back from my business a little bit. Everyone's kind of living life. It's the best weather, but 18% growth month over month, pretty impressive. And I'm just looking through, actually, September has been my uh, highest revenue month of 2022. So pretty badass. It's not my highest revenue month ever, but for all of 2022, and here we are, you know, entering Q4, things are really good. And I have a huge goal to hit by the end of this year. So I've got October, November, and December to make stuff happen. And this is why I want to bring up today's topic, which is life-changing health habits for entrepreneurs. I have been practicing these habits for a long, long time, but I really dialed them in in September. And I honestly believe that the reason why I'm looking at such amazing numbers and amazing growth for the month of September, so not just my revenue grew, but I signed on nine new clients. Uh, What else is up? A few things are down. Like for some reason, my Google search console 
Um, total impressions are a little bit down this month organically, but I think that's because I'm running paid ads. So the paid ads uh, supplemented there. But for example, my type form views are way up, more applications submitted than ever. Podcast downloads have continued to grow. Instagram is way, way, way up. So um, we're at 4,300 on Instagram. So anyways, I feel like all of this growth is partially attributed to the fact that I showed up with a clear head, a clear mind, and I was really able to pour into my business because I was taking care of myself. So if you are someone who finds it challenging to find that balance between work and your health, or maybe you just feel like juggling the demands of a business is quite tricky. So how the heck do you find time and what are those one or two or three health habits. You don't need to incorporate all 10 of these, but what are those one or two or three that are actually going to move the needle forward in your business? So yeah, you're going to feel great. Yeah, you're going to look great. But what if your business started performing great too as a result of prioritizing your health? And it's interesting because so often when we get out of the corporate world, like a lot of you have or maybe aspire to someday, You might feel like once you exit the corporate world and you don't have that nine to five keeping you accountable anymore, that all of a sudden you start working 24 seven and that you never really get a day off and that you're always on because now you run a business. So um, when you employ yourself, you might feel like if I'm not working, I am not making money, which could be true to a certain extent if you don't have any passive revenue, but it's also not healthy to maintain that mentality forever that I have to work all the time, 24-7, in order to keep the lights on. Because your health uh, is really the driver of how you're able to show up for this business. So I want to encourage you to tune into this episode and maybe even make the smallest of changes to your daily routine that are going to have a huge impact on your overall health and your overall well-being. Um, And I guess just to give you some context and cue this episode up, I'm so passionate about this topic because I actually spent many years working in the health and fitness industry. So I have held a lot of roles over the last decade or even the last 20 years, like going back to my university days. So this was like 2007. (laughs) So, so long ago, um, I started teaching spin classes and I was absolutely obsessed with being able to get paid for fitness. Like it felt like a dream come true. And that led into teaching all sorts of other classes, a lot of spin classes. I would do like these stability ball classes, ab classes. I taught at Orange Theory Fitness, you name it, I've taught it. Um, And I also studied at the Canadian School of Natural Nutrition. So Starting my nutrition business was uh, something that I poured into for many years, launching online programs. And then I went on to work in marketing for some of Canada's top health food companies and a grocery store brand. So health is something that I am very passionate about. And I know not everybody is. uh, And that's why I want to talk about this topic and maybe share some things that feel obvious to me or that... I know to be true about staying well, both mentally and physically as an entrepreneur, uh, that I can pass over to you that will hopefully keep you well and keep you inspired. Because we all know if we're not inspired and feeling motivated towards our business, 
nothing good comes out. Like your followers, your community, they feel that energy from you. So tune into these 10 life-changing health habits and pick one or two that resonate uh, and then see how you can start incorporating them into your routine. So let's get in with health habit number one. So first habit that I want to talk about is using a standing desk. Why is this a health habit? Well, going back many years, I remember a colleague of mine when I worked at Loblaws, she told me that sitting was the new smoking. And this was like a decade ago before standing desks were really, really big. But I will never forget that phrase. And whether it's true or not, I really do believe that most of us are sitting way more than our bodies actually want to be sitting. And when you think about the typical day, it's you're sleeping for whatever, eight hours, then you get in your car and you sit and you go through the Tim Hortons drive through and then you drive to your work and then you sit at your desk chair if that's what your job entails. Not everybody, but a lot of people do sit for their job. And then you come home and maybe you sit on the couch and watch Netflix and then you go lie down and you go to bed. And when I think back to maybe what our ancestors did when they maybe didn't have access to cars and they had to walk way more or they actually had to, you know, hunt and gather like going way, way, way back. I just feel like the amount that we sit is not great. And I'm sure you can agree with that. And that is where a standing desk kind of comes in handy. So what I do is I spend at least 50% of my work week standing. So any coaching call that I'm on, if you've been a client of mine, you'll know I'm always standing. Any podcast that I record, you know I'm always standing. Um, If I have extra energy, I will often stand and do my work. But sometimes I need to do more labor-intensive or focus-intensive tasks, and that's when I'll use my sitting time. So you don't need anything fancy to set up a standing desk. I work from my kitchen island, which is the perfect height, but you can also just prop your computer up on a box while you're taking a call, Uh, and there's so many ways to jig it up. I have used every random apparatus possible, but I find that standing energizes me, and above that, it boosts my confidence, and it changes the way I speak. Like... When you think about how you can project, if you're sitting and hunching over and you're just looking down at your laptop or you're on a coaching call, there's just maybe the posture uh, really dictates like how you speak and the enthusiasm in your voice. But I think when you're standing, there's just something about you that kind of radiates confidence. You can roll your shoulders back. You can project your voice a little bit more. So health hip, health tip, if I could talk, number one is to use a standing desk for 50% of your work week. So I hope that helps. There's so many different options for standing desks these days. Uh, So find one that works for you or just do what I do and prop your computer and your uh, monitor up on a, uh, what do you call it? (laughs) Up on an island, a desk, whatever you need to do, guys. Like you can be creative here, but use a standing desk. That is health tip number one. Onwards with health tip number two. So this one might surprise you and you might be like, Kelsey, you're a complete weirdo, but the health tip is to go rucking. 
Have you guys heard about rucking yet? So according to the Healthline website, rucking is a form of exercise and the concept is simple. It's walking or hiking a set distance while carrying a weight on your back. It's also known as ruck marching and it has military origins. And I've decided that this is now part of my life. So I've been rucking for about a month or two now, and I can confidently say it is a game changer, especially if you love to be active, if you want to incorporate weight training sessions into your week, but you don't always have time to hit the gym. So that's exactly where rucking kind of fits in. So since we have a dog, I'm often out for 20 to 40 minute walks in the morning before I start my workday. And so now what I do is I grab my rucksack and I'll tell you more about what I bought and I pop it on my back, put my podcast in and I take my dog for a walk in nature. It is amazing. And I actually get a workout so I can't power walk per se because the the weight actually like it's heavy to carry. Um, If you've ever done any canoe trips and portage, it's kind of equivalent to that. It's like carrying a pack on your back. Uh, but it's just so efficient. So I don't do it all the time, but once in a while to maximize my walk, I will ruck and I feel so good while I do it. So I invested in a ruck plate carrier from goruck.com. It's actually quite stylish. It's like this camo color or they call it coyote brown and it is a backpack that has a flap on the top two straps Uh, it's comfortable it doesn't look horrible and then what I did is I bought a 45 pound plate from Amazon so it's a 45 pound weight you pop it in the backpack it lies flat on your back and then you walk around with it you could also get a lighter plate or a heavier plate you can also use this just I don't know if you're working out at home, you want to do some squats, you can put the weight on your back. So it's a really good investment and you can obviously use it as a piece of gym equipment, but I like to use it for the purpose of rucking. So call me crazy, but get yourself a rucksack. It is awesome. Okay, let's get into health habit number three. So health habit number three is to drink one liter of water with lemon before 9 a.m. Yes, I said one liter. (laughs) So as the universal solvent, I think we can all agree that water is extremely important and it's the primary component of all of our bodily fluids and it has uh, the ability to make you feel great if you drink enough or to make you feel like crap if you are dehydrated. And water also helps to push toxic substances out of the body and we know that when our body's dehydrated, we deal with chronic health problems. And we can feel that at its most basic level. Have you guys ever had a hangover after a night of drinking? This is an obvious sign that your body needs more water because when you're drinking, you're actually dehydrating your body. Um, And it's so funny because I used to work with this girl who in her mid forties, she just had the best skin and she was glowing. She looked awesome. She looked like 15 years younger than she actually was. And I said to her, what is your health secret? And she said to me, water. And so I started asking more people who I thought looked incredible at their age. And a lot of them said the same thing, stay hydrated, drink so much water. So, um, I think you should probably know if you're dehydrated or not, but basically, uh, you should not have a dry mouth ever. You should feel like you're constantly drinking water and going pee every couple of hours. Um, You should feel like your skin is moist and soft and plump and that your lips aren't dry. 
Um, make sure you have water bottles with you at all times. If you're constantly drinking, I'm sure you're not dehydrated, but I make sure that when I'm at my desk to keep my brain hydrated, I keep a large 750 mil mason jar uh, just beside me and I'm constantly sipping water. So the average person needs about three liters per day. So health health tip, why is that such a tongue twister? Health tip number three is to make sure you're drinking tons and tons and tons of water. And if you are on coaching calls a lot or podcasting, up that amount of water because every time you speak for hours and hours, you're going to feel even more dehydrated. All right, let's get into health tip number four. Now, I'm not a practicing nutritionist anymore, so you don't need to take nutrition advice from me. I'm not giving nutrition advice. I'm just sharing personal anecdotes. But health tip number four is to experiment with intermittent fasting. So intermittent fasting is any form of meal timing schedule that cycles between voluntary fasting and non-fasting over a given period. So I would generally start with something like a 1410. So 14 hours of fasting. So you literally start at a certain time and then 14 hours later your fast ends and a 10 hour eating window. Or as you get a bit more advanced, you can stretch that. So you might try a 16-hour fasting window with an 8-hour feeding window. Or if you've never done this before, do a 12-12. So 12 hours of eating, 12 hours of fasting. Now, I'm not saying like eat everything for 12 hours. It's just that's the window when you can have your breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then you constrict that a little bit if you want to experiment with fasting. So for me, I experience better mental clarity, better focus. Uh, Like at the time of this podcast recording, it's 9.30 a.m. and I have not eaten anything. Uh, I probably shut down my eating window last night. We had guests over, so I was eating... As I was cleaning up, I was still eating chicken dumpling soup, and then I had some uh, chocolate and peanut butter for dessert. So I shut down my eating window last night at 9 o'clock, so I probably won't eat until about noon today, just because I was eating late last night, to give myself a proper fasting window. And so if you have never experimented with it before, start simple. Uh, But I do find that in order to just show up to my work with a clear mind and just not worrying about food and not having crazy blood sugar issues, I love that I have trained my body to fast for 16 hours most days. Um, I don't get hangry anymore. I don't crash and burn because I don't have, you know, quick carbohydrates in the form of muffins and bagels and donuts. Uh, So I find that that's really helpful. And you can use the app called Zero. It's good for tracking your fast, but you also don't have to do that either. All right. Health tip number five. This one's called Affirmation Hill. So if you're not familiar with the concept of affirmations, they are essentially short sentences that motivate you, inspire you, and encourage you to take action to realize your goals. And the sentence or phrase is usually repeated on a daily basis. Or maybe you sit down with your journal and you write out your affirmations. Or maybe you meditate on it. Um... And affirmations are essentially designed to encourage an optimistic mindset. And optimism is very, very powerful for reducing negative thoughts and for not letting uh, 
thoughts that don't serve you linger around too long. So I have a set of affirmations that I repeat to myself that support the growth of my business. Uh, I also have ones for my health and my relationships, but for the purpose of this podcast, uh, I'll share that I do have a series that reflect the revenue that I make, the way that I attract clients, um, and also some around the way that I make clients uh, feel heard and seen. And so it's not just about like, I'm going to become a multimillionaire by the time I'm 35. That's not the affirmation. A lot of the affirmations are around who you show up as when you start your workday and how people feel in my presence and the way in which I bring on my dream clients. So uh, the whole concept now of Affirmation Hill, because you're like, okay, Kels, cool. We all do affirmations. No big deal. But basically this came up, I was at a acupuncture appointment and she was asking me like, do you practice affirmations? And I kind of said, yeah, I do, but I often forget. And she said, okay, well, I'll tell you something that works for me. And she told me that she lives on this beautiful hill in our town. And every time she hikes up the hill, she does her affirmations. That's the time that she devotes. And she does that walk every single day. So I took that and I said, well, I'm going to create Affirmation Hill too, because as I mentioned, I'm always walking around, sometimes rucking. And this is a great time when you hit any sort of hill to do your affirmations. So that's where the concept of Affirmations Hill was born. So every time I'm out and I hit the big climb behind my house, I go through my affirmations and I just repeat them until I get to the top of the hill. And then I walk down the hill. It is so amazing. I don't know why this concept has not like hit it big because I think everyone can benefit from it. And it's just a really great reminder to do your affirmations every time you hit either a particular hill or just any hill. So that is health tip number five. All right, let's get into health tip number six. This one is to do a cold shower or a cold plunge before your work day. Yes, get cold. So I live in Canada and our winters get pretty cold and gloomy. Uh, minus 20 degrees Celsius is not unusual. So never in a million years that I think I would be adding cold plunges or cold showers in order to become a better business owner <laughs> or to boost my health. I mean, why would anyone want to expose themselves to frigid temperatures? But I decided to give it a try because I saw Wim Hof doing it. There was some Netflix series about it. It started to gain popularity a few years ago. And so, you know, we maybe have all done that polar bear dip on New Year's Day, but why do we only do it once? Uh, and so when we moved here to the town we live in, we found ourselves living on a river and it just became easy to do these cold dips, but anyone can do them because we all have a cold shower. And so I started doing them every Sunday and not only did I find that my energy levels increased, but my mood was elevated. I slept better. I felt more alert and the cold weather stopped feeling so daunting because if I could go swimming in minus 20 degrees, I can do anything. <laughs> and so even though taking a cold shower may not sound appealing to you, the benefits are amazing. And especially for entrepreneurs who want to increase their clarity and their focus and their resilience and just become a bit more badass. Um, cold water actually constricts your blood vessels and it increases blood flow to the brain. So that helps to improve your mental alertness and it also boosts your immune system. So 
for entrepreneurs who are constantly juggling a variety of tasks, who feel like their mind is everywhere, who feel like they need coffee all day to survive, I would highly suggest a cold plunge or a cold shower. And a lot of places like bigger cities are now getting um, specific facilities for this kind of stuff. So let me know if you try it or if you just think this is crazy. Okay, next health tip number seven is to focus on eating real food, whole foods through the day. Not shop at whole foods, but eat whole food. Um, I'm a firm believer in the phrase that you are what you eat, right? We put good stuff in, we get good stuff out. You put bad stuff in, you're probably not going to feel the best. And I am by no means perfect. Like I love food. I, I like snacking, uh, but I have made a very, very conscious effort over the last 10 years to get the junk out of the house. Like I don't want chips. I don't want prepackaged goodies. Uh, all the crap that is inside the grocery store aisles. And I really try to focus the majority of my diet on real whole, whole foods. So that's fruits, vegetables, uh, meat, nuts, seeds, grains, uh, eggs, uh, some dairy, and that's pretty much it. Like I will bake stuff, but I try to keep it healthy. And I do make recipes, of course, that require ingredients, but I try to keep it super simple. Uh, so for me... In order to maintain my focus through the workday and push my brain power, I really needed to recognize which foods were contributing to that goal and helping my thinking abilities and then noticing which foods were not. So again, like the sugary snacks, they might give you a boost of energy, but you're not going to feel great and not have that sustained energy all day. Um, so yeah, I really try to keep it simple and Honestly, I skew to the edge of being so boring with my food on a weekday. So every Monday to Friday, I have a green smoothie. This is not a fruit-filled smoothie. It is mostly vegetables and a good quality protein powder with water as the base, um, as well as greens powder, chia seeds, flax seeds, half an avocado, some spinach, and maybe half a banana. So super simple. And I'll sip that for a couple hours. And then when I'm ready for a meal, it is usually some form of eggs. So I'll do three eggs, a little bit more avocado, maybe do avocado toast or add in some carrots and hummus. Uh, but again, like so simple. And then I eat whatever I want for dinner. So keeping it simple, check your diet, use MyFitnessPal, use Noom, whatever you need to do to keep your nutrition on track because you need your brain power and the food you eat, you guys, is fueling it or it's taking away from it. All right. Health habit number eight is to use nootropics for focus and flow state. So if you haven't heard of nootropics, they are smart drugs or compounds or supplements that enhance cognitive performance. Like who doesn't want that? <laughs> and they work by increasing the mental function, such as memory, creativity, motivation, and attention. Uh, so again, I'm not super qualified on this. I would listen to Huberman Labs or you know some sort of scientist or doctor about uh, their perspective, but I love to use, okay, so first let me say I take a basic multivitamin, a fish oil, and a probiotic. So I do have some basic supplements that I take, but in addition to that, I like to take supplements like mushrooms. So lion's mane is a good one. 
uh, or anything that Four Sigmatic makes, if you guys haven't checked out Four Sigmatic. Uh, but their lion's mane supports memory, it supports concentration, it supports cognitive function, and it supports the nervous system. So I love it. Uh, and then I also have experimented with something called L-theanine. And one study showed that paired with caffeine, L-theanine actually helps to increase focus and attention. And so uh, they basically tested caffeine in a 40 milligram dose and L-theanine in a 97 milligram dose. And basically they reported that the subject matter group uh, reported better focus. So they felt more alert, they felt less tired, and so I started doing that. And I like it. <laughs> Again, not a scientist. Don't don't be listening to me, but do your own research. So check into nootropics. Anything that you can do to enhance your cognitive performance is probably a good thing for your business, right? If you can focus and get that peak state going or flow state. I love the idea of flow state. And uh, there's a, a great guy named, I think his name's Stephen Kotler, who wrote a book on it, uh, but highly recommend looking into it. All right, let's get into tip number nine, which is to prioritize your self-care. Okay, so when I started my business, I had a really rigid nine to five schedule, like on myself. So I would not do anything in the hours of nine to five. Like people wanted to go for coffee, nope. You want to book me a doctor's appointment or a massage, not Monday to Friday, nine to five. And that was great. I really had um, success in building my business by being super rigid. And, you know, I didn't have a lot competing for my time. Um, and so it worked, but I'm about, I don't know, six, seven, maybe seven years into my business. And I started to realize like, my God, I don't need to operate like this. Like I need to tap into my dream work week so that I can show up feeling amazing, feeling inspired. And that doesn't have to be a nine to five schedule. And so many of you know, I took every Friday off throughout the summer and these days my workday is, you know, sometimes it's a bit in the morning and then taking a break and then a bit in the afternoon. Some days it's straight through. Some days I just have to honor how my body is feeling that day, right? If you're a woman, you know that around your ovulation week, you are so freaking productive. Like you're just kicking ass and taking names I'm like speaking on podcasts, I'm creating content for you guys, I'm pumping out blog posts. And then when that other time of the month happens, sometimes you're just like, oh God, like <laughs> things aren't working today, okay? So you just have to step back. So anyways, where I'm going with this is to number one, honor your unique rhythm while still prioritizing uh, working hard and staying driven, but to also schedule in some self-care. So these days I leave room for about two appointments per week. So whether I want that to be an acupuncture appointment, a massage, a facial, maybe I'm speaking with my naturopathic doctor or getting blood tests, things that are going to make me better, make me healthier. And um, some days that also includes doing an hour hike in the middle of the day. So really scheduling in the things that are most important. And that includes workouts too. So I do a 60-minute workout at least five days per week. Uh, that's just something that I need. I have a lot of energy to go around. And if I don't get it out, I, I can't show up for my business. I would sit down and be buzzing and I, I can't focus. So 
Uh, my business really is no good if I'm unwell physically, if I'm unwell mentally. So I prioritize self-care. I prioritize squeezing in those health appointments that are investing in the me of the future and uh, making sure that I don't feel guilty about it too. All right. And health tip number 10 is to be adventurous and switch it up, change things up, make your work days different. When I think about what brings me a lot of joy in my life, even when I'm going through challenges or business growth that feels scary or overwhelming, I can always recalibrate by adventuring. So whether I have time for a short adventure, which would be a quick paddle down the river, like getting on the water is always adventurous because you never know how the river is going to flow. Or maybe I'll do a night hike with some friends, like getting out when it's pitch black, 8 p.m. We did those a lot last winter and looking at the stars for two hours uh, or doing a cold plunge for two minutes. Um, again, there's so many ways. And for me, this is how I recalibrate for you. It might be a little bit different, right? For you, adventure might be more of like a formal vacation or driving somewhere and working from a new cafe or, um, going to a play. So I went to see Chicago last week and that kind of like just reinvigorated me and gave me ideas because I don't normally watch live theater. And so anything that gets you out of your regular routine is the goal here. And I believe it was Brian Scudamore or Cameron Harold who said this, but they said, if you want to get creative, go to a creative place. So simple, right? If you want to be creative, go to a creative place. And for me, that is the outdoors. That is the adventure. So I love just getting out of my current environment whether that's changing the people I'm around, the food I'm eating, the scenery that I'm looking at, the clothes I'm wearing, whatever I need to do to just like completely um, just shake up that stagnant energy. So if you feel like your life is too routine, don't expect your business to be thriving because you're probably just hitting a wall and you're bored and you're uninspired. So go do something crazy. Go drink a weird coffee and and sit somewhere that you've never sat and people watch. I swear it will radically change (laughs) the way you do business. So there you have it. That's 10 life-changing health habits for entrepreneurs. Um, You know, it's no lie that becoming a successful entrepreneur and running a business takes a lot of hard work, dedication, and time. And just by taking care of your health doesn't mean your business automatically explodes, uh, but it is important to recognize that you are a very valuable entity within your company, maybe the most valuable, right? So these 10 health habits have certainly changed my life, and I hope one of them or two of them really resonated with you and that you're going to incorporate them, Uh, but please let me know which one is intriguing. I'd love to hear from y'all. And you can find me over on Instagram at Kelsey Rydell. Be sure you subscribe to the pod. That definitely means a lot. And other than that, if you are looking to launch your business, grow a online business and build up your first $100,000 in revenue, go to my website and check out how we can work together. So maybe it's time to Think about taking that next step. Think about taking the leap and hiring a coach to keep you accountable. And that's what I get to do with the clients of The Visionary Method. So you and I will work together for four months. Month one is Momentum Month. 
We're going to meet every single week. I'm going to put you on our project management software and you're going to have a list, list of tasks to start working on. And then month two, three, and four, we meet every other week to give you time to actually implement and test all of these new strategies. So again, if you're still putting the plan together, I can help you. But if you already have a business that is making some cash, but you would like that to be a whole lot more, or you want to build it into a full-time business or become a fully booked practitioner, I'd love to help you. I've got all the marketing templates, all the marketing strategies, and they're all waiting for you. So don't feel like you have to do this alone. Uh, marketing is my expertise. And if you don't love it, I get it because you just want to do your thing. So, all right, you guys, let's wrap it up. I love you. Have the most visionary day and I will see you in next week's episode. Visionary, I know you, you're a health nut and you want to save money on the brands you love and the ones that support your well-being. Well, Healthy Planet is your one-stop shop for all things healthy. They have everything from gluten-free snacks to non-toxic beauty products, and they deliver it all right to your doorstep. Being healthy has never been easier, more affordable, or more convenient than this. So go ahead, shop with Healthy Planet online and save 10% off any online order over $49.99. Just use the code VISIONARY2022 at checkout. Visionary 2022 at checkout. It's going to save you 10%. So what are you waiting for? Go get all of your health food goodies and start saving today by heading to healthyplanetcanada.com. Use the code visionary2022 at checkout.